You're listening to Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, Mackenzie Drinkwater and Justine Sparling on Midtown Radio KW. Today, we are going to talk about the pandemic puppy, whether you got a pup over quarantine or had to adjust routines for your existing pups. Tell your mother, the tide is coming in. I'm walking sleepless, pushing through the storm ahead. Welcome to Dog Friendly KW Podcast. Um, today, Justine and I are going to be talking about the the pandemic. (laughs) And how it's affected our lives and our pups' lives. Yes. So um, as some of you may or may not have heard our last podcast, so Justine did get a puppy over quarantine, um, whereas I had two older dogs over quarantine. So I think just what we really wanted to dive into today is what the pandemic looked like for us and maybe you guys can relate a little bit to what we went through whether it's having a puppy or having a dog that had to adjust to you working from home Um, i know i myself had a few struggles Um, my dogs are very clingy so um, it it was a couple uh, a learning curve for myself and them and then of course justine had a puppy Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, yeah, we're just going to, I think, dive right into it. So, um, first off, I just want to say how grateful Justine and I are that we actually were able to um, keep our jobs over the pandemic. That was something we were both very lucky to have. I know a lot of people uh, weren't so lucky, but we both moved to working from home. Yeah, in March. Yeah, holy moly. Yeah, Yeah, in March. long time ago. (laughs) How many months? Nine, Nine months? Ish. Yeah, it seems like forever, in all honesty. It does seem like um, forever. But again, like, we we were, at first, I was stoked. I was so happy. <laughs> I was like, yes, I get to spend all this time with my dogs, because when I'm at work, I, like, I work in an office, and it's like, I wonder what my dogs are doing. I have a, a Furbo, um, and uh, I used to, like, check in on my dogs. It's a camera for for your house, anyway. Um, I used Doesn't to check it in. also um, throw treats? Correct, it does. Nice. <laughs> but uh, I... I always used to wonder what they were up to, and now I know because I'm home with them all the time. Um, Yeah, so pre-pandemic, that was my life. I was working in an office eight hours at least a day. I was, you know, maybe I would come home for lunch, but very rarely. My dogs, my husband works from home all the time, so I never had to really worry about them. I was just doing my own thing in my own zone, not worrying about my pups, maybe checking on them a couple times a day, but that was really treats. Yeah, throw them some treats with my Furbo. (laughs) But that was really it. Um, it, Like our structure, our our day-to-day was wake up, eat breakfast, I go to work, I come home, we play, 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 eat, sleep. Like, that was really it. It was very boring, in all honesty. Um, With the pandemic, I have had to fill time. Yep. So that's one thing um, maybe we'll talk about in a bit. But, Justine, what did uh, the pre-pandemic look like for you? 
pre-pandemic looked a lot different for me. So um, I actually bought a condo and moved uh, mid-pandemic. So at the end of March, I closed, um, which was really nerve-wracking because there was a lot of, you know, anxiety around uh, lawyers' offices closing and, you know, maybe it not going through. So luckily it did. Um, was likely enough to move into my new condo at the end of March. Previous to that, I was living by myself in an apartment downtown that I rented and I moved in with my partner. So that alone was a big adjustment during a pandemic um, was to go from, you know, seeing each other a couple times a week to living and working together in the same space all the time, every day. Yep. So then we thought it would be fun to add a puppy to the mix. So we got Marshall in June. So we had a pretty good work from home um, system kind of established by June because we had already been doing it for one, two, like around three months. And then we got Marshall. So, I mean, pre-pandemic, I was working in an office every day, same as Mackenzie, you know, Monday to Friday. I took the LRT to work. So with between my travel time, you know, I was gone a good chunk of the day. Um, and then was uh, always out doing like really social stuff or rock climbing. So not home very often. So it, a stark contrast to my life now. Um, and I think a stark contrast to what my life will look like when even things do resume some level of normalcy. Because now my life revolves around my Marshall, my dog. That's not a bad thing. <laughs> no, it's great. <laughs> yeah. So pre-pandemic, no dog. And uh, now mid-pandemic I have a puppy so we're gonna dive into uh, talking a little bit about structure and how we maintained kind of our own routines and our dog's routines during the pandemic so Ken's you were working in the office and now you're working from home how have you maintained some routine and structure in your life for both you and your dogs and how has that kind of evolved over the pandemic so I feel over the pandemic, my dogs actually have more structure. Mm -hmm. So like I said earlier, our before pandemic routine was just blah. Like I, 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 I don't know how else to describe it other than that. It was just not exciting. Now I have to fill time. So I'm working at home. My dogs always want to be with me. So again, they're stage 10 clingers. Like they <laughs> always want to be with me. And they're either on my lap or trying to get on my lap or following me around. And I had to be okay with that. And thankfully I love them to death. So I am okay with it. But at times when I'm like really trying to get something done and they just won't leave me alone, it's like, come on guys. So that's where the structure came in. So what I did was um, we started uh, doing like uh, either a puzzle or a fun game kind of mid-morning. So my day starts around like 9, 9.30. By like 10, 30, 11, they're, they're like, hey, mom, like, what are we doing? Like, let's do something. <laughs> so um, for the past 21 days, we've been doing our Finnegan's Deli advent calendar. So mm. uh, that's like a fun little like morning routine where we'll just have like a little treat, um, which will be like tricks or I'll make them do something thing for it. They don't usually just get it for free. Um, and then from there, it's like, okay, then lunchtime, my lunch times have really gone off the wire since working from home. I used to be like 1230 lunch. It's now like, whenever I have time, <laughs> lunch, 
<laughs> so um, so that's kind of gone, but thankfully my dogs, like their routine is just sleep. So um, they will want to be on me, which I'll allow. I have a desk. I will allow one of them on my lap at a time. I can't do both. But you didn't have a desk at the start of the pandemic. No, I didn't. Oh, this is the thing. You're right. I used to just work on my couch. And, and how, how did that go? Not great. They would crawl all over me and I would get so frustrated. Like, again, like not, you can't get mad at them, but I was like, come on guys, like stop. Um, and yeah, so I did get a, a desk, that's right. I did get a desk just to give me some space. So I created that space, I'm working, don't bug me, go to sleep, then they did. Um, Thankfully, yeah, I've had the desk for a couple months now at least, and I feel much better. I feel like I'm getting not more work done, but I'm just more productive. Um, I don't have two little alien dogs walking all over me. <laughs> so that is what really it came down to, yeah, creating that personal space. So we still have our playtimes. I actually, I, yeah, I'll, if I'm bored, out, like not bored, I shouldn't say that, but if I'm like, I need a break, I need a mental break, I'll do something with my dogs, whether it's trick training yeah. or again, just like p playing fetch in our like hallway or something, I, 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 literally anything, go for a walk, anything. So it's been actually really nice, I think for both of us um, or all of us, I should say. Yeah, and for, I mean, for context, Mackenzie lives in an incredibly small condo in downtown Kitchener. So Correct. I mean, I guess kind of if we can leave you with one little tidbit to take away if you you know live in a small space and you're working from home with your dogs around um create some sort of space that's just for you or for them yep. you know one or the other if you use crating for your dogs that's great that gives them their personal space but maybe that's not an option for your dog so in that case then you know do your best to give yourself personal space and in this case for you it was a, a desk which was probably a good move for both your dogs and your physical body because yes. <laughs> I don't know how you were working on a couch <laughs> neither do I in all honesty uh, but yeah Justine let's hear it let's hear let's hear the structure day-to-day -day of Marshall well before I answer that question Ken's uh, do you have a song you'd like to share with us I sure do Woo. so since uh, it's almost the new year I think everything for that. <laughs> I do have a song by the Arkells, or Arkells, however you would like. Uh, it's called Years in the Making. Great tune. Great tune. Hit it. Feeling in my bones is down to the wire.
Welcome back to Dog Friendly KW Podcast with Mackenzie Drinkwater and Justine Sparling. Today we are talking about pandemic puppies. So what I mean by that is whether you got a puppy during the pandemic or you had a puppy pre-existing pandemic and now now what? <laughs> and when we say puppies, we mean puppies and dogs. Because, oh, correct. Uh, we just it's a it's a term of uh, endearment to all dogs when we call them puppies but yes dogs puppies all of the above doggos whatever mm-hmm. so justine yes bringing marshall into your life in june so fun <laughs> so let's hear much fun let's hear about it so um i am a very organized planning type of person type a all the way all the way if anybody knows me i am over the top plainy organizey it's what i do for my job it's just who i am um so inevitably i took that approach when uh, i got a dog so before we even got marshall i mean i i alluded and alluded shared in the last episode about how we got marshall and he was a mystery we didn't know who he was gonna be until we got him Um, And even in the days leading up to days and weeks leading up to getting Marshall, we had no idea what we were uh, in store for. But I had, you know, prepared to the nines, including like enlisting the support of a trainer and making sure the trainer was scheduled to come over like two days after we were getting Marshall, which is a little extra because he was so tiny. His brain barely worked. And uh, but we started him. On training on day one um so we there were a lot of things that we thought about before getting a puppy during the pandemic in particular we knew that it was going to be easier to do the normal puppy stuff so you know taking him out for all the bathroom breaks and house training him and those pieces were going to be exponentially easier when we were working from home. But then we also recognized that we were bringing a dog into our home who, you know, in a year or in two years really wouldn't know a world or a home without us, you know, by his side every day. And we did not want to create a dog with, you know, overwhelming separation anxiety or create a dog that, you know, was super attached to us in an unhealthy way. 
So one of the biggest things we implemented and we thought a lot about this was crate training. And we live in a relatively large condo with two bedrooms. So we are able to have, you know, two separate workspaces and then um, Marshall's area to, you know, sleep and rest during the day is in the bedroom and his crate. And creating that separation was super important so that he like automatically didn't associate that we were home 24-7 because I don't think my partner and I have left the house simultaneously without Marshall for more than 60 minutes since bringing him into our home. (laughs) It's really bad. It happens. So in a nutshell, I mean, Marshall goes with us everywhere. Um, So crating has been essential for when we're home and also for when we're not home. But we really did want to um, prevent any type of separation anxiety. Um, some other things that were super important were setting up structure and, uh, like a, a good schedule for Marshall that included a lot of walks, doing different, like mental stimulation activities, like silly games with like cups and other things at home that you can do with your dog. Snuffle mats are good. Snuffle mats, except for when your dog guards them, then they're not good, but that we'll talk about that on a future episode, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Snuffle mats are great if your dog doesn't get super excited and sometimes aggressive around food. More on that later. Um, But in terms of bringing Marshall home, one of the other biggest pieces that we wanted to consider was around socialization. So we definitely spoke to this on the last episode, just around the idea of socializing your dog during a pandemic. Um, we had shared that we, you know, went to lots of patios this summer. That was half the reason we started Dog Friendly KW to get Marshall out to get him socialized. Where can we go with him? So, um, and of course, my two little ones tag along. Yeah. But yeah, that's that. That was the big thing. We wanted to make sure that he got experience. Yeah. And during the pandemic, I mean, especially in the early days, because in June there was still like I think they were just starting to ease up on restrictions. Um, So in that, like when we first got him, I mean, socialization with your dogs doesn't have to be complicated. Like in the, the early days with Marshall, it was as simple as like going and sitting on the lawn outside our building and just letting him like watch the cars go by watch the LRT go by and you know the the railroad crossing things coming down there's lots of commotion and sounds and there's people and I mean now we can walk down a busy street and he doesn't get startled so I like to think that that worked because when he was a teeny tiny puppy he would kind of jump at everything um but yeah socialization doesn't have to be complicated so it's not as hard during a pandemic as people think um in my opinion so it was as simple as like taking him to the plaza next door and letting him again see people new sights new smells um and that worked really well for him but I guess in all the planning we did and all of the preparation to make sure we didn't have any issues we actually ended up having a lot of challenges with Marshall barking in the crate which isn't that, good. That didn't come till a bit later. It didn't come until a bit later. That's, mm-hmm. eh, it kind of happened all along. It just got louder and ah, less tolerable. Fair. It was more intense the bigger he got. So, um, we, you know, we had done all of these things to, you know, prevent separation anxiety. 
And then later our trainer told us, you know, I think he's showing some signs of separation anxiety. It was like, ah, crap. You know, we did everything we could and still here we are. And he's got some separation issues. And unfortunately, because we live in a condo and we'd be at risk for, you know, getting noise complaints, we've had to alternate between a crate in our living room and a crate in our bedroom. So now we go back and forth. So he spends about part of the day in the living room in a crate where he can see me. He tends to freak out less then. And then the other half of the day in the crate. So there is still that separation. But he does get walked how many times a day? Uh, he usually gets at least two big walks a day. Yeah, so it's not like he's in a crate all day. That He is oh, go, go. God, now. Yeah, he, yeah. When he's in his crate, it's because he's chewing on something or it's sleeping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he loves his crate. He goes in there as soon as you like give him like a treat, he goes into his crate right away. Yeah. It's his favorite spot. When we were in the summer, when we were um, able to go to patios, every time I went to a patio with my dog, I m- must have seen at least two puppies. Like it's it was it was crazy the amount of uh, dogs I would see out, which was great. That's a great yep. way to get your dog out. Like it's like a it's a good bonding time for you and your dog together and uh, especially a puppy like seeing smelling hearing everything is just a new experience so yeah that's what we did with Marshall that's what you did with Marshall Mm -hmm. and it was uh, I think it really paid off because he's a really really solid dog now like what in the public he's pretty good most of the time he has his challenges (laughs) with that being said yeah, there are so many things. I, 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 this is why we started Dog Friendly KW. There are so many things that you can do with your dog for socialization. Um, I'm sure that my dogs aren't the only one that ones that are like being extra clingy recently. And it's like, well, if I take them to Victoria Park and I do a big walk with them, yep. that then then they're less clingy, right? So um, there's. So, so many hiking trails around. I know it's getting a bit colder. My dogs aren't the best in the cold, but Marshall <laughs> loves the cold. Yeah, he yeah. So Northern boy. So uh any any sort of socialization, like even sitting on a bench. Literally just getting your dog out of the house mm-hmm. is a form of socialization in any capacity, right? So it doesn't matter where you live. It doesn't matter if you live in a rural area, you live in the suburbs, you live downtown, you love town. You know, wherever you live, even just getting your dog out for a walk or getting your dog out to, you know, see new things, see new people, go to a store. Um, There's loads of options, even during the pandemic and even in the winter. There are still options and it doesn't have to be complicated. It's just getting your dog out to kind of see the, the sights and smells of the world. Yep, And believe me, it'll tire them out. Oh, yeah. That mental stimulation does wonders. Yes. Great. Well, on that note, um, feels like a fitting time to play a song for you. So here is a local band. Uh, they're called Safe as Houses, one of my favorite local bands, and this song is called Those Days.
Welcome back to the Dog Friendly KW podcast with Justine and Mackenzie. You were just listening to Those Days by Safe as Houses, an awesome uh, band local to Kitchener-Waterloo. You should definitely check them out if you've never heard of them. One of my favorites. They're great. So, Mackenzie, we're going to go back to work eventually. I know. And I mean, I shouldn't, we shouldn't say back to work. I feel like we should reframe that language. I've worked a lot in the last nine months. Back to the office. Back to the office. Um, you know, how's this going to impact our dogs? I have a lot of anxiety about it. So I, do I. Right? And I'm, I, can't, I can't imagine we're the only ones out there. So, um, yeah, your dog very well might struggle when you go back to work this the is the office. thing yeah they're used to us being home 24 7 pretty much and then we're gonna leave them for the eight or so hours a day then what i think this may be a good future podcast episode when we do go back to the office we're definitely gonna have to talk about it when we go back to the office because i'm probably going to need to vent about my anxieties <laughs> and you know what i think is gonna sell hot on the market whenever we do go back to work thunder shirts dog cameras oh, or just like yes. surveillance cameras for inside your home because I'm not gonna lie I think if I can't see what my dog is doing while I'm at work I'm gonna be not able to focus on work I had it pre-pandemic and I haven't used it during the pandemic because I'm home yep. <laughs> but once I go back to the office yeah that furbo is gonna be on all the time i've already looked on the google website they have some fancy indoor surveillance cameras mm -hmm. that are motion sensors. there's a lot on the market right now there's like quite a few so who knows yeah it'll be it'll be an adjustment for us it'll be an adjustment for our dogs so that'll be something we'll definitely talk about in a future episode so stay tuned for that one whenever we go back to some resemblance of real life Whenever that might be, time will tell. All right, guys. Well, that takes us to the end of our time today. Thanks for tuning in to episode two of the Dog Friendly KW podcast. The Dog Friendly KW Podcast was written and produced by us, Mackenzie Drinkwater and Justine Sparling, with technical support and audio production from Matthew Rapult. You can catch the podcast every Saturday at 11 a.m. on midtownradio.ca. And make sure to follow us on Instagram at dogfriendlykw and check out all of our pup dates. We'll see you and your pups around Dog Friendly KW soon. Wow.